Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. You're listening to Castrol CarCast on Podcast One. All right, we tell you all about my trip to Kentucky, and we take a deep dive into Kevin Hart's uh, lawsuit, and uh, yeah. also Ooh. Matt drove the Lamborghini Urus. I like it. And we get into that. First, Continental OE Technology Series. You can find weird things in your car. Man, there's petrified French fries, melted crayons, occasionally a snake gets in there. I don't <laughs> like that, man. Keep it clean. You'll also find Continental Belts. Bet you didn't know they're OE on millions of Chrysler, Dodge, Ford, BMW, VW, and GM vehicles. Continental is launching the aftermarket multi-V belt with the OE pedigree. It's their OE technology series, fanatically engineered for perfect fit, form, and function for 98% of vehicles on the road in the U.S. and in Canada. Continental OE Technology Series Multi-V Belt, the uh, belt with the OE pedigree. And you can get the full story at OETechnologySeries.com. That's OETechnologySeries.com. Yeah, get it on. Got to get it on. No choice but get on. Mandate. Get it on. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for sharing and telling a friend. It's CarCast. I'm Adam Corolla, and that's the uh, moderator, Matt DeAndre over there. Hello. How you doing? I'm tired, man. Yeah, I've been, long uh, trip. I've been running and Was it the going bourbon trail? I did the bourbon trail. I've been... Uh, did you hook up with our friend Billy Gibbons? I did. <laughs> How's Billy? <laughs> Billy's great from uh, ZZ Top, of course. I had a funny... You know, I have these... I have slightly insane conversations with uh, Mike August, and then I have totally insane conversations with uh, Nate Adams, who we make all the <laughs> movies with. And and then I'm laughing because I was just thinking about, so we're driving into the uh, Bourbon and Beyond Festival. They yeah. have like the Foo Fighters and ZZ Top and a bunch of big bands playing there. And we're driving in, and I'm going to sit down and, and interview Billy, yeah, big car guy, got lots of good stuff going yeah, on, yeah. and a sweetheart. He's cool because he's a nice guy. He loves tacos, beer, and cars. Right, and I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm driving in, and I go, uh, I have this moment where I'm like, it's, I'm, I think to myself, it's Billy Gib Gibbons, right? Not Billy Gibbons. Like people say it fast, yeah, and sometimes it yeah. sounds like they're saying, yeah, it's Billy Gibbons, yeah, but they don't <laughs> yeah. go Billy Gibbons. They go yeah. Billy Gibbons. And it just kind of blows by. And so I had this weird moment. I'm sleep deprived. I've been on the bourbon trail for yeah, uh, yeah. four days. And I have had a couple of cocktails. Uh, yeah. And I say that <laughs> along the way, I say to Nate, I go, it's, it's Billy Gibbons with a B, right? And he goes, yeah, Billy. <laughs> 
I know how to spell the Billy part. I have these conversations with Nate all day long, and I'm like, "This is this is, that's an insane answer." Yeah. If he said and he's it's, like, "It's Billy, it's Billy Gibbons," he's like, "Billy starts with a B," yeah. and I'm like, "I understand, <laughs> I do understand, but please listen to my question." Yeah. Thank God there's a van full of people that all laughed at him. Yeah. <laughs> normally it's just me and him, and he thinks I'm nuts. <laughs> but this time the entire van laughed at uh, Nate, who was also sleep deprived too from being yeah. on the bourbon yeah. trail because we'd have to shoot all day and then he'd have to edit all night and get this stuff I out. And I was having to like shoot all day and then do a podcast mm-hmm. at night and then travel back from like, you know, Lexington to uh, Louisville. I've learned how to say from the mayor oh, and blah, okay. blah, blah. So, um, <laughs> You can watch it on the spiritnetwork.com. And so I sat down with Bill, but Billy was great. Everyone's, everyone's great. It's just, it's hot and you're traveling and you're just, you're just on the move. Yeah. You know, and, uh, but I got to drive. I've never driven in a Lamborghini or Murcielago, Murcielago, which is kind of my, one of my favorite Lamborghinis. It's just big and v12 e and it's a little stiff because it's got kind of a tube frame chassis it's really it. stiff you know like it's kind of a square barred kind of chassis you know throughout yes you know before we had the you know the carbon fiber monocoque tubs which are great but they have a little clut flex for comfort you know and stuff. yeah no it's why it's, did you drive a murcielago on a booze fest it's uh <laughs> i was just driven in one um it was a uh a pilot great couple out there both pilots, um, husband, wife, all into the all into the cars, had some very interesting stuff, uh, mostly newer stuff, but but interesting stuff, and uh, had ordered the new Corvette, the mid engine, yeah, yeah, whatever, and they were asking me all about that, and I was like, my friend Matt went, and they went, who's Matt? I was like, yeah, don't bother, <laughs> but. Um, I, uh, but the mid engine and they've got one on order. I don't know when they're going to, people are going to start taking delivery of those things. Uh, pretty soon it was, uh, we got a picture of it. It's, uh, the guy had a cool, had a couple of cool combos, which is he had a green, that, that Lamborghini green, yeah. real bright, yeah. light green Murcielago with a dark blue interior yeah which was kind of cool it looked like a alfa Romeo stelvio behind you yeah an alfa stelvio which i was a passenger in and then there was they also had a ferrari 430 what what i want to call is the stradale but it's not the stradale it's the whatever one but it's the stradale yeah basically it's like the souped up version of it which was green like a forced green with a forced green interior oh. too it was funky but cool yeah and lots of i, I think i like scuderia i like the forest green exterior and the interior but i'm not sure on the same car yeah and i'm still <laughs> confused about the stradale and the scuderia because i think i had the 360 stradale that's what i thought but maybe it was the scuderia Who right knows? wait well, there was a 355 challenge and then the 360 Stradali and then the four thirty Scuderia. Scuderia. Yeah. That's that's Maybe? what it was. Maybe that's the order. Yeah, probably was. <laughs> anyway, uh, good folk. Yeah, and uh, good fun. Just a lot of a lot of traveling mm-hmm. and a lot of back and forth. 
and then uh, we got stuck at an airport and somewhere around midnight last night, stuck in Denver, uh, finally getting ready to get on the plane to get back to LA at like 3 a.m., Mike got into a shouting match with some dude. <laughs> of course he did. <laughs> it was so awesome. <laughs> this guy, these poor people, like they think they're going to get something out of Mike. <laughs> they're not going to get anything out of Mike. Like Mike's just standing there and he's unflappable. And this, this middle-aged dude who looked to be in pretty decent shape, you know, he's like, hey, man, I hope you're not planning on cutting this line because uh, I don't need you cutting this line. And Mike just goes, hey, you don't know what we're doing, so shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Shut your mouth. You have no idea what we're doing. (laughs) It was awesome. (laughs) It was also great for the people around us (laughs) who had to deal with that fucking guy. (laughs) And uh, at some point, someone started laughing because somebody went, I wonder if that guy lives in Denver or he lives in L.A. I said, oh, he lives in L.A. because he's a (laughs) douchebag. They wouldn't accept that behavior. He's going to sit next to Mike on the plane by the time everybody gets oh, him on board. I know. We're, we, we, we were just so waiting for that guy to come in and sit next to us. And Mike's so funny because then these poor people, they're nowhere's land because they, they say this thing to Mike and then Mike tells them to shut up. You don't know what we're doing, so shut your <laughs> mouth. And then they have to just stand, stand there for there, the next like, 25 I, minutes. Like Ten, real like, close to Mike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and me too. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> Michael tell anyone to shut up which is which is awesome. So uh we had that. That was uh, that was exciting. I got to drive a tractor. That was uh always always fun. <laughs> man, this tractor's got a lot of gears, man. Um seems like a lot of driving involved on this 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 bourbon fest. <laughs> yeah. You don't say I'm going to a bourbon trail event I, and you come back with all the driving well stories. i was i wasn't drinking i was trading bottles of of bourbon so uh i wasn't exactly uh right. you know hitting it and getting it although uh once uh once we got done with the whole thing yeah uh, certainly certainly <laughs> yeah well, <laughs> no actually there was some tasting going on at some point and it's kind of interesting and uh, they take their kentucky uh takes it real real serious over there yeah. and there there was some max Zapata was in on uh was in on one uh some interesting like people do wine tastings you know mm-hmm. i do the bourbon tasting man it's it's a really interesting affair and 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 i think one could say Terms of experience is a little a little more intense than wine tasting. Is yeah. okay. that sound sound about right? Yeah, Max Pata? it was really satisfying, and uh, I I didn't know uh, all the differences between bourbon. And are you a norm? Still, are you normally a bourbon drinker? I, I actually really like. I'm more of a, like a just a regular whiskey. I never thought I liked bourbon. Now I love bourbon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, taking tours of the distillery and stuff. You know, uh, you know what I we're kind of saying like. Man, get out there. Go take a tour. You know, like I remember taking a tour of Aston Martin. It was really yeah. cool. And yeah. it wasn't so much different than taking a tour of the Bullet Bourbon <laughs> Distillery. Like it's just stuff, people doing stuff, yeah. you know, putting stuff together, like making a really killer product, seeing yeah. how it goes together, the different departments. It's nice. I'm a fan of being able to look behind the curtain anytime, any scenario. 
you know, I went down to Magnaflow a while back and just toured their facility, Magnaflow's facility. Everything from their R&D and assembly and shipping and how they use robots, that's fascinating to me. You right? So anytime you say, actually, I'm going to be touring uh, uh, this coming weekend. I'm flying up to Seattle and touring Forza Motorsport, Turn 10 Studios to visit those guys. I think I've been out there. I'm pretty sure I've been yeah. out there. Why don't uh, – let me hit bet online and then I want to talk about this Kevin Hart yeah. lawsuit and sort of how yeah, potential kind of open things various up. Various lawsuits and maybe – I want to get your take on it. Maybe get Garagos' take on this when, when people actually file suits. I'm curious what, what his thoughts are. First, uh, bet on it, and I know you have some updates on it, so I'll be curious to hear what you have to yeah. say. First, betonline.ag, NFL college action continues. Visit betonline.ag. Take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Use the promo code PODCAST1 for a 50% sign-up bonus. Matchups, week four, Philly, Green Bay, mm-hmm. Tennessee, Atlanta, Cleveland at Baltimore. Cleveland came pretty damn close to beating my Rams the other day, Minnesota, Chicago, Dallas at the New Orleans. We've got 500 bucks in rewards to give out each week to five listeners in a $5,000 season-long charity contest. Join the conversation on Twitter with hashtag SportsNetChallenge, if you will. Uh, let's see. Let me give you my picks this week. I like the uh, Chargers, Los Angeles, uh, over Miami. I like uh, Houston, Texas. Texans at home over Carolina Panthers. Los Angeles Rams at home versus Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And uh, New York Giants at home versus Washington Redskins as well. And uh, that's like my lock, the uh, Chiefs at Detroit. The, pre- the Rock runs that team if you're watching Ballers. Oh, really? <laughs> He's like the new owner of the Chiefs. <laughs> well, they're doing well this year, and that's my lock. I'd say 28-13 is uh, my final score. And uh, use the promo code PODCAST1, get a 50% sign-up bonus today, betonline.ag. All right, so yeah. Kevin Hart, what do so you know? So Kevin Hart, this is the update. It came out this weekend, TMZ and a couple of sites, saying all they know at this point is everyone's lawyering up, right? So the driver... And the female passenger apparently are going to sue Kevin Hart. And Kevin Hart's probably going to sue the driver. And there's talk about some somebody or all of these people suing the company who built the car. Why do we... It's too powerful and they put it, should have put more safety things in there. Well, <laughs> let me tell you what I know about people who sue people. Um, the homeless rarely gets sued. Right. Everyone's looking for deep pockets. And there may even be some we're suing Dodge because you shouldn't be able to sell these crate engines to people. Yeah. But, you know, you, they ha- they should have to be a certified race team. Or you need right. to know what this – what if you – hey, Dodge, what if you just sold me this engine? I wanted to put it in my trike motorcycle and kill myself. Right. You, right. you, you need to start asking questions, and then it's just going to be a whole bunch more regulation. Like, th- this isn't – this isn't, you know, somebody's poisoning water and a statement needs to be made. This is all about money, like most lawsuits. And you're right. Like, you can go after the car builder, but, you know, they're they're probably, a, you know, we know them. We know we, we, we know their speed core. It's not a, a secret. And Goldberg does a lot with them. They're a good shop. They make good cars, really into carbon fiber development. But how much money could they possibly have when you're saying 
go to, you know, maybe go to Dodge instead for the crate motor. Or Like, if you're the driver, I don't see how, <laughs> like, you have no choice but to sue Kevin Hart because he's the one with the money. How did they, yes, whoever <laughs> has the money shall be sued. Right. What, how did the guy end up behind the wheel? So I don't know, and I, I think there's a reason why this is all being sort of quiet is because everybody's sort of lo- lawyered up like right away. As soon as you read an article that Kevin Hart was in a crash and there was other people involved, I'm sure those people, not Kevin Hart, got calls from 100 lawyers. Right. So <laughs> Kevin Hart says to this guy on a Saturday night. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was a Saturday night. Or weekend yeah, night at, I don't know, midnight. I don't know what time Max Zapatum. But here, you drive. Yeah. And I'll sit in the passenger seat. Right. And it sort of suggests to me that maybe Kevin had been drinking and said, like, you drive. Right. Or it could have been the buddy going, hey, man, I really want to, you know, let me drive your car. This thing says badass. Right. So my, my kind of my first thing is why was this guy – who's not really qualified to drive that car, I'm sure. I don't know if it's his personal trainer or whatever it is. I don't really know how one could be qualified to drive that car. Um, I think if you're in court and I was driving that car, somebody would say, oh, this guy has has done professional races. He Mm -hmm. understands how to drive a high-powered car or whatever. It wouldn't mean it would work. But you couldn't say, oh, this guy was a personal – this guy does a podcast and he's a (laughs) comedian. And so that's why – so I don't know if the guy has a history in performance driving or something, but I'm just guessing no. Right. I'm going to guess no. It happened just before 1 a.m. on a Friday or Saturday whatever. It doesn't matter. There's a level of irresponsibility on the driver's part. I've driven a a thousand cars of wildly – ranges of horsepower it doesn't mean you need to drive them crazy right you don't need to show off like you can still be right. kind of smart about how you're driving the car there's a way to put you know roll into the throttle get a feel for the car like you don't have to be midnight with people in the car unsafe i i agree but again they're gonna say this guy was unqualified he shouldn't have been driving had no idea how to handle this and, and whatever. And it's going to be that thing where people are basically saying, hey, I'm incompetent and dumb and you shouldn't have let yeah. me do this. That's what suing you. That's what people are speculating. The driver is going to sue Kevin Hart and go, you knew I shouldn't have been driving this car. And you knew this car was potentially unsafe with somebody like me behind the wheel. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, was it was it a Friday or a Saturday? It's an embarrassing lawsuit. But <laughs> or it was a weekend for sure. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, it doesn't matter as long as it was a weekend. So it was, yeah. it was late on a weekend. Saturday so, night. Yeah. Saturday night. So it, I don't know where they were coming from. Well, we know in Mulholland and when we kind of mapped it out, I think it's further out sort of like Mulholland, Calabasas area. I don't think it was that far. It was close. Oh, oh we're – yeah, sorry. We we're trying to figure out – so it was like Cold Canyon. I thought it was Cold Water yeah, Canyon, yeah, yeah. but I think it was it's, another canyon. So it's like further down. But yeah. anyway, were they at home – fucking around and went hey go do this or were they at a club or something like i don't know why we can't figure out where they were coming from that kind of car's not not really what you'd want to take out 
on a Friday night to go out drinking and go to a club or go to a restaurant. Yeah. Like it's it's kind of a handful. It's loud. It's blah, blah, blah. So also tell me if you think this is going to matter at some point. This wasn't a car built for Kevin Hart. He didn't commission to have this car built. This was an early build by Speedcore, and then he had bought it in the aftermarket. He bought it used from somebody or whatever, right? Oh, well, that is... Um, maybe he bought it from Speedcore, but it wasn't built for him. That is interesting. Right? Yeah, I guess. And now we're going to have to get into this whole world, which is, I don't know, sort of like guns. Like, okay, you're, we need a background check before you buy a gun. And then it's like, and you're not allowed to take your gun and just sell it to your neighbor. Yeah. Like, can we take cars with 750 horsepower and then you just put them up on eBay and sell them to whomever? Yeah. I mean, you know, I sold my motorcycle to a guy. I sold a Ninja motorcycle, a Kawasaki Ninja. A guy couldn't ride a motorcycle. Right. I, I didn't know that. No, yeah, that's right. He, he told this story. The guy just, yeah, he couldn't ride it. He it, just showed up the house and crashed it. Yeah. Like, I saw that guy go down the street, and I was like, oh, this guy's going to get killed. So, But where's my responsibility? That's right. Was it your responsibility to say, do you even know how to ride a motorcycle? When you read the ad, did you think twice? And <laughs> did the ad, were you supposed to write real motorcycle drivers any are qualified? Like, you're the only one who can apply? Like, where, where does this go? You know? Well, here's where it goes. <laughs> if I ha- had a pot to piss in, that guy could have sued me, yeah. and he could have said, you should have known I couldn't ride a motorcycle, and I would have went, how would I know that? And he said, you know, he should have said, you should have asked to see my Class C license or whatever right, the hell right, right. you get when you ride a motorcycle. I had one at some point. Um, but look, the, 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 the point is, is, he would have sued me if I had money, not because I was wrong, just because I had money. That's just right. the way. That's exactly That's why. the way the yeah. world works. So uh, Kevin Hart has a lot of money. He's going to get sued. Dodge has a lot of money. They may get sued. Yeah. For the enthusiast, the problem as I see it is when you're a company and you sell crate motors and you sell Demon or Hellcat crate motors Mm -hmm. and then you get sued, then you enact a new policy and the lawyers get involved and they go, look, uh, people will not be able to purchase these things anymore. X, X Joe Schmo speed shop won't be able to do it. You will be able to sell it to certified, whatever, whatever you'll essentially now create a black market for it. Yeah. Cause, uh, eventually I think it'll get back to Dodge and hey, these things are weapons. You're sell- you're basically selling <laughs> munitions to like folks on the street, right? right. And you can't have that. Well, it's, yeah, it's fucking nuts. But yeah. that's the so so TMZ for some reason focused on in their little article. They focused on the car builder. So they in their article they said we quickly made calls to ten shops. Now I, every every TMZ or E online or whatever they don't know really much about cars or hot rod building or they don't know that market. They don't know who they're calling. But they said, we called 10 shops and asked them, uh, when you build a car for a customer, do you make it extra safe or or what? And they said, eight out of 10 shops said, we build what the customer wants. Right. Right. And two shops were like, oh, yeah, because I'm sure they positioned the question and the answer sort of 
you know, you know, in a way that was like, if you were going to build a 900 horsepower customer car, like, well, you know, I mean, you know, and two of the shops are like, yeah, I think if we were doing that big a power. We'd probably put a roll cage in it or we absolutely would. All eight of the 10 shops are like, we've never heard of this before. We've never heard like the customer comes to us. They we we built it's like building a house. You plan everything. You discuss everything. You do everything. And the customer gets what they want out of it. Right. Right. <laughs> But in your analogy about building a house, right. you got to pull permits, there some, and there's an yeah. inspector, and they come by all the time, and they go, "You can't have that outlet that close to the water yeah. source or whatever." They just they'd go all the way through, and literally, an inspector would come by and go, "You got to have a five point harness, and you got to have a headrest, yeah. and you can't have a cage." And they would they would just keep going. Now we don't want to go down that road, but I mean. You think about people, you see them over at Bob's Big Boy on a Friday night. They're driving around a tea bucket. Yeah. You picture a tea bucket. <laughs> yeah. Tea bucket's got 10-speed front tires. It's got a big block Chrysler. Yeah. The guy has the steering wheels facing down. Like, I mean, he's steering <laughs> yeah. it like the till of a boat. Oh, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. That thing's, he's sitting on a love seat. A pie. Oh yeah, we, I had one, and as a kid that we messed around with, and it was wood. Like the floor of the bucket was wood. <laughs> you got, you know, the frame would would bounce up and down because it was just two pieces of metal. Put your big fat Mickey Thompson slicks <laughs> yeah. on the back. Nothing could handle. Yeah. I mean, nothing. I don't know. Horsepower to weight ratio. Shit. I mean, some of those guys driving around with two big Holly double pumpers or yeah, blower yeah. up top or whatever. I mean that you see us T bucks. This guy's driving around eight hundred horsepower. Some weighs nineteen hundred pounds or whatever with no anything. Mm-hmm. I mean that the back seat doesn't go halfway up your back. Forget about right. a headrest. Right. I mean that that, 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 I, that those are insane. Now look, you're not going to go tear up Mulholland on that, but I, I, you could certainly get yourself into trouble. Yes, and I would make the argument you could in almost any car, and I mean. As far as far as unsafe cars, like we have a Takata airbag issue, would we've recalled millions of cars, and they're saying every car that has this airbag needs to be recalled, and like, you know, it, how many how many of these cars are out there, and people are getting hurt in them? It seems small. I I agree, but in a in a world, and especially in a state that just looks to regulate everything all oh, yeah. the time, yeah, it, it's coming. So two uh, things are going to happen is everyone's going to sue anybody with money and California is going to be chomping at the bit to make some sort of regulation because they think that's going to solve a problem. Yes. Also, <laughs> uh, you drove the uh, Lamborghini. Yes. The Urus. Urus. I'll tell you about right. it, but this is what Kevin Hart needs. He needs some Geico. Mm-hmm. Geico Insurance, tell you that group over there. Everybody's got a to-do list. You're dropping off dry cleaning, picking up some milk, all kinds of stuff. Well, now you can add save hundreds of dollars on car insurance to your list. You don't have to drop off or pick up anything. You just go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15 percent or more on car insurance. So if you want some extra money in your pocket, this is the most rewarding to-do you can do today. Go check out Geico.com. All right, so yeah. the uh, Urus. So the Lamborghini Urus. This is the uh, we we teased this last week. It's Lamborghini's SUV. 
and uh, uh, it's it's very swoopy profile, kind of um, BMW X6, new Porsche Cayenne Coupe, uh, Audi. I don't Q8. think of it as swoopy. I think it's kind of jagged. Jagged, but very pretty. Low swoopy profile. in the back, low profile. Yeah. Um, since you were kicking around uh, a bunch of specs on SUVs recently, it is 201 inches long. So oh. it doesn't look very big, but it's, I don't know, it's Ford Explorer size. That's yep. three row. Mm-hmm. Um, I tell you, it's good. It is so good. It is It is really fantastic. As much as we love, this is an interesting statistic I think you'll like, is, is uh, uh, this is the first V8 Lamborghini since the Yalpa. In the eighties, right? Because this is. Uh, well, wasn't the Huracan V eight? No, they're ten. V10. Oh, they're ten, and they're and and naturally all the Lamborghinis aspirated. have been naturally aspirated up to this right, point, right? right? So this is a turbo. Uh, so V8. this is a turbo V eight. So it's coming from like the Porsche Cayenne and uh, Audi platform, uh-huh. and uh, uh, apparently it's the four liter V8 twin turbo that that Bentley and Porsche and Audi all share. But um, and the engine arrives at the Lamborghini plant assembled. But I think the VW Group people assemble it. But it's got a little bit of R and D and spin on it from Porsche's GT Group GT3 mm-hmm. GT2 mm-hmm. group on it, and uh, ends up with 641 horsepower. Mm-hmm. The the, one of the reasons why they didn't do a V12 is although it would fit in the in the SUV world, they're trying to keep this fairly lightweight, and mm-hmm. it's coming in at under five thousand pounds, like forty eight hundred and, and change. Light for uh, ish for yeah. an SUV. It's got seventeen point three inch carbon ceramic front rotor discs. Wow, seventeen point three. This thing stops sixty to zero in a hundred and seven feet. Wow. It is fantastic. And the power is great. All the different modes, sport, track, and I'm sure it has the off-roads and snow modes, which I didn't use, but um, uh, normal sport and track are, are all great. It opens up the exhaust. It, it It's quick. So Lamborghini says 0 to 60 in about 3.5 seconds, 3.4 seconds. Motor Trend has tested it as quick as 3 seconds. Three seconds. Yeah, wow. Yeah, 60. And I will tell you, this is the everyday Lamborghini. And this is a smart move for them in in trying to increase their revenue, create a product that's going to increase people to the brand. Um, so far, what I've heard is 70% of all the Urus sales are new Lamborghini customers. Hmm. It starts at $200,000. kind of goes up from there. Um, I don't have the, the Monroni on the one that I'm driving, but mm-hmm. – it seems like it's pretty well equipped. I don't know if it's as high as two fifty, but um, but it's good. I don't like it in yellow. <laughs> no. And the crazy start stop feature, yeah, that all these new cars have. This one annoys me for some reason. I don't like it in this vehicle. And when you hit the button to turn it off, it just restarts the motor. It restarts the engine in that instant, but the next stoplight, it resets the whole thing and shuts it off again. So yeah. if you want to deactivate it, you have to put it in sport mode. And that was the most annoying thing for me. But Well, uh, it's funny. I was in Kentucky, and I was driving around in this guy's Alpha Stelvio. Stelvio. Yeah. And I said it was doing the stupid start-stop yeah. thing, and it was like screwing up the guy's radar detector because <laughs> yeah. like the guy's radar detector 
wouldn't run when it stopped off, whatever, whatever. And I said, yeah, man, I had that in the Jag. You got to pull the fuse. And he was telling me, yeah, but if you pull the fuse, you can't get the hood open because somehow the the hood latch oh, and the fuse or the thing are on the same circuit or something like that. So there was some... That seems unlikely. It seemed unlikely. Because the hood seems very mechanical, not electric. I, it me. seemed unlikely to me to... I didn't exactly know. Maybe you can try to Google Alpha Stelvio, disable the... The, the auto start stop auto stop fuse. start fuse and anyway i look we were sitting in the middle of kentucky he was giving yeah. me a speech about the hood yeah i was like i was trying okay. to i was trying to kind of picture what he was saying yeah it wasn't really making sense to me but i didn't have time to really take a deep dive in it because we're waiting mm-hmm. we're like shooting and filming and stuff like that so i was just like i'll take your word for it but in the jag i just disabled that thing by yeah. pulling the pulling the fuse and it's the best 10 minutes you'll ever invest yeah, in your car yeah. i thought about that with this and uh it, what's funny is i flip through the manual uh, a lot of times i like to do that on the these more complex vehicles just to see if there's a few things there's some things you pick up like behind the little shifter there's a slot like you think you put a, a pen or something in there and it's designed for the key fob. And when you slide it in there, it charges the key fob. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of shaped like the key fob. And mm-hmm. that intrigued me. So I looked it up in the book. And as I was flipping through the book, I, I just so happened to see a page with two sentences and it said, we don't recommend you take the Urus on a short trip because we like it. It basically said it, it wants to get the vehicle up to temperature. And I know you're not losing a lot of temperature every time that stupid start-stop feature goes goes on and off. Right. But it, but it just seems counterintuitive in the world of of high-performance vehicle and shutting down the motor and leak and putting oil back in the pan and and like it just seems. It's also like, do we need it? Well, I don't. Uh, so is it the, the difference between 16 miles per gallon combined and 15? I think everyone is looking for their cafe rating to be yeah. high. Um, I now obviously, if you have two hundred plus grand to invest in a vehicle that w- weighs a lot, has a six hundred forty horsepower, yeah, six forty one engine, and you know goes zero to sixty in three seconds. Fuel, the cost of fuel is not at the top of your list. Yeah. Like, you know, if you just said their customer, does their customer, is their customer affected by gas being 389 a gallon versus 411 a gallon versus uh, 291? The answer is no, no, and no. Mm-hmm. And I right. would also guess that their customer doesn't even really know if yeah. gas goes up a dime. So in terms of fuel savings, like, for the customer doesn't make sense. I, I, you're right. It's a non-issue. The, it's the, it's, the it's cus- all on the corporate side. It's the cafe standards, what they got to meet, right. those regulations. and, and right. you know, Now, the only and, reason why companies like like a Bentley or or a, or a Lamborghini can survive is being part of like a Volkswagen group that has a bunch of little tiny cars. Right. And uh, – for those of you who who were like me, going, oh Jesus Christ, what do you save? Like a, 
eye drops worth of gas at the end of the year. We looked it up once. Like you save fifty gallons of gas at the end of the year. Yeah, like okay. there is some there's some significant amount. Yeah, which I still don't care about. Yeah, like I, it's still so, still not I don't good know. enough. You could be an annoyed. At every stoplight, or you could save 50 gallons. But it does, like, when you go, please, how much would this save? Like, yeah. it, they, the studies I've, I've read or looked up said that at the end of the year or over the car's lifetime or the average three-year lease or, like, whatever it was, yeah. the number was significant. Like, yeah. I mean, not – okay. But again, not not enough for us to care. But you would still go, oh, fifty gallons. That's yeah. a lot of yeah, gas. That is a lot. Right. Yeah, I didn't know that. It was. I I I I remember. I don't know if Max Zapata looked it up or Gary looked it up or somebody looked it up. But I remember kind of going, huh? Oh, well, that is a lot. Yeah. So they're doing it because it, they are able to add it to their bottom line so to speak and yeah. their cafe standards I, if it's that high it makes a difference it does annoy the customer and we talk about some of the other sort of uh, electric hybrid vehicles like the NSX when the NSX shuts down the engine and goes into an electric mode you can leave the line you can and and you're in electric power and it doesn't feel like it's stalling like you know when you in, in the jag when you had it turned on you pull into the parking space it shuts the motor down and now you don't know if the car's on or off and and do you want to inch forward a little bit more and then it's got to fire it up like that's the part where like in the end of sexy electric motor solves right. that issue and i i do think some cars are definitely better like you said than others like the jag you know the jag jag's kind of mic jag you put it in reverse the reverse camera comes on, you back out of your space and then you put it in drive and you start driving away and you can look down at the screen and the reverse camera's on <laughs> as you're just going down the street <laughs> forward, you yeah. know, like, so cars that are a little more it's wanky little with yeah. the, with a little slower with the electronics yeah. are going to tend to suffer a little more when they shut down and come back on. Yeah, it's yeah. not going to be as clean as the NSX is with the electric motor and the Japanese heritage and everything else. Max Pat, did you find anything about that? I'm just that? seeing it, it saves about eight to ten or eight to twelve percent of your fuel economy uh, a year. So I'm trying to figure out what that means in gallons. Well, it doesn't I, matter. Yeah, it's ten yeah, I mean, percent. It's ten percent. Yeah, yeah, that's a big. It's a big chunk. Yeah, I and I'm for would that. Would you guess ten percent? I would have not guessed ten percent. I guess so many people sit in traffic and city driving. That's where it all comes. Well, if you if you play. think about, you just go ten percent. And you go, you fill up once once a week. Then you fill up fifty times, fifty times a year, right? Yeah. yeah. So ten percent. If you had a small 50, tank, it was so, ten so, gallons. Well, it's it's five fill-ups yeah. a year, and that could be sixteen gallons times. You know that 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 could be a hundred. That could be eighty gallons. Yeah. Crazy. It's a lot. I'm I'm good with saving the gas. I'm I'm all for that. I just the execution of this is annoying. Yes. When you know, I you know, but we talked about Lamborghini experimenting with capacitors and maybe doing something with that and electric motors and hybrids. But it's a bitch. And, anyway, yeah, let's yeah, not all these cars. I want to know about the interior of this car. Yeah. I yeah. want to hit Tommy John first. Yeah. A lot of underwear brands out there claim big comfort. I'm wearing my Tommy Johns right now. They're the best. When you travel, you've got to travel with your Tommy Johns. Over 7 million pairs sold, and 96% of their customer ratings are four stars or above. 
They're just the best. The legs never ride up. The waistbands never roll down. Horizontal, quick draw fly, saves men tons of time down there fumbling. Featherlight air fabric guarantees zero, zero visible panty lines for the ladies. And it's all backed by the best pair you'll ever wear, or it's free guarantee. These things are the best. I, uh, once you get into Tommy John, you really will have a hard time going back to whatever you're wearing before Tommy John. I've been a convert for years now, and it's all I use. Tommy John, no adjustment needed, right, Matt? Yeah, hurry to TommyJohn.com slash CarCast now to get 20% off your first order. That's TommyJohn.com slash CarCast for 20% off. TommyJohn.com slash CarCast. Yeah, I traveled all through Kentucky, <clears throat> met a lot of car dudes. Mm-hmm. And um, lots of different car dudes, and they weren't all they weren't all sort of Kentucky car dudes. They had some interesting sort of finesse to them, and you start to realize that people that are living in a lot of these places like Kentucky aren't Kentuckians. They're folks that just moved, you know, from Chicago or LA, yeah, yeah. just sort of get a little break in their taxes and a better better school system so they're not what you would think as you know what you would think of as a someone from kentucky or someone who lived in kentucky when you were young these and i don't know that that you can ever really think about that anywhere you're not gonna be able to do that anywhere like you know half a lot of people live in miami or folks that just got fed up with new york and just moved to miami so you're not going to get the same (laughs) person you're thinking of (laughs) right you're not going to get the person you thought of as the miami person they're from somewhere else just like if if i move to seattle or portland i i wouldn't be like a typical portland or seattle guy i'd be me yeah i just got fed up with la that's that's how it would work. Yeah, it's getting there. So there's going to be a lot more of that, and thus uh, driving around in uh, Lamborghinis yeah. and Alfa Romeos in, yeah. in Kentucky. Like you 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 mentioned the interior of the of the car of the truck, and it's it's great. It looks great. It's got a sportier seat, uh, more bolstering than what you'd expect in say the Audi version of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it's as fast. As it is, as well as it handles, and as as nice as it drives, it still had heated and cooled seats. It had a massaging seat, right? You know, like it had all the the things you'd expect in a two hundred thousand dollars SUV. It had plenty of storage in the back. It had pretty good legroom in the back seat, uh, and just leather and Alcantara covered everything. Everything mm-hmm. on there was just gorgeous. Um. Is there is what is the process? Does one order these things to spec? Does one go to a dealer and buy one that are on the lot? You know, I for these, I think you can probably uh, do both. For sure, you can order it, Um, but I would imagine some of these dealers are bringing them in there because uh, Lamborghini years ago wanted to be different and. And they ended up selling a lot more cars by offering test drives. When the Giardo came out, they're like. Dealers were told, put people in the cars, let them drive it. Yeah. And, and that made a huge difference. Yeah. You know? I mean. Uh, yeah. I'm <laughs> laughing because I went to go to the BMW. I don't go to the car <laughs> the, dealers We were that talking much, about that this weekend. But yeah. I went to the yeah. dealer and BMW dealer in, uh, Bur- uh, sorry, in Glendale. And I was like, I want to try this A8. I- I- I-8. Yeah, the I8. R8, A8. Yeah. Goddamn. I was like, I want to. 
test drive this car. And the guy's like, yeah, no, we don't do that. And I'm like, <laughs> how much is the car? He's like, $122,000. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, I can afford it. But I should be able to drive it first. Yeah. He's like, yeah, no. He's like, you might be interested in the i3. Perhaps you'd be it's more little- comfortable than <laughs> i3, sir. And I was like, yeah, but if I can't drive it, I don't you think know. I'm going to buy it. And he's like, well, sir, that's yeah, your prerogative. And I'm like, okay. All right, see you later. I'm leaving. Yeah. Um, but also, uh, you know, car dealers, uh, they're going to have to shift a little bit because uh, – Cargo shorts and flip flops ain't what it used to be. Right. Uh, that, yeah. that don't, that could be Mark Zuckerberg walking in there. Exactly. You, you, you don't know. He's wearing a t shirt with a picture of a taco on it. <laughs> and he's right. wearing cargo yeah. shorts and flip flops. Yeah. And he, and he had, the summer. he has a billion dollars in the $10 billion. Like, so you yeah. better watch out. D- don't just look for the guy with the monogram cuffs and, <laughs> right. and the silk tie. Like I was just regular. I was just wearing my, you know, my basketball trunks and my tennis shoes, and my T-shirt, and yeah. I just walked in there, and that guy was like, hey, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see you yeah. in one of these babies. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm going to leave. And he's like, okay. <laughs> I was like, all right, all right. Well, you're not selling the $115,000 yeah. car to me. But also, when I found out the range was 17 miles, I was like, which you would have figured out if he let you drive it. Maybe that's why he didn't want you to drive it. Well, maybe I would have <laughs> driven it and fallen in love with it. Yeah. But we'll never know. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I, I feel like if an adult comes in there and they want to drive your car, you take a chance. Let them, uh, let them drive that car. I mean, car. there's other ways to poke around and see, you know, hey, you know. Yeah, that's great. We'll get you in. What are you driving now? And you know, just you could snoop around. You don't have to go to the hard pass. Right. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> yeah. On the other super judgy. They're like Phoenix cops. On the other <laughs> hand, my sister has Profiling. one of those i3s and likes it a lot. Yeah. And uh as I said, interestingly enough, which was I was like, God, those tires are so tall and so skinny and how did I get any traction? And someone was explaining, oh, they make a tall tire. And once the thing gets taller, even if it's skinny, it's a bigger patch Mm -hmm. on the surface on the ground. And I was like, oh, and then it was funny when we're, you'd look around at the 935 Porsches and they'd be like, oh, you got 19s in back and 16s in front. Like what the hell? And like, well, the rule was you couldn't go any wider than 16 inches, but if you went up, you yeah. get a bigger patch, yeah, on the, the make contact with the asphalt. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. BMW just that's what they're doing. That's it. Evidently, those uh, those i3s work and they, they yeah. have pretty good range and they're a little like funky looking, but they're kind of cool in their own yeah. modern way. And I don't know, got no problem with them. Your buddy Penn Gillette drives a Nissan Leaf. Do you think they kicked him out? <laughs> Listen, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I remember talking to Penn about. We don't do test drives in the Leaf. About us all, he wanted something all electric, <laughs> yeah. and he and he had a Mini Cooper, which may have been. I know his no, first one yeah. he had wasn't yeah, electric. Regular, regular yeah, Mini just a Cooper. Regular Mini Cooper. Yeah. Right. All right. Take care of your piece of business there. Yeah. Uh, well, no, actually, you you, you take have, care of it. Oh, I got and, and I've got a piece of it. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, Castrol. Yeah. Nah. Chance to win a trip to Vegas and meet me. Wow. Nice. See. Modesty prevents me from talking about myself. <laughs> that's why. Head to your local AutoZone and uh, get 
entered automatically with the purchase of Castrol. Pick up five quarts of Castrol Edge and uh, motor oil, of course, and uh, STP Extended Life Oil Filter for just thirty three ninety nine. Use your AutoZone rewards and automatically be entered to win. It's two nights, three day. Mm-hmm. Three day, two nights, Las Vegas, and uh, meet us there in November. Say hi, right, Matt? Yeah, there's no purchase necessary to enter to win. Open to residents of the 50 United States, District of Columbia, Puerto Rico. Must be 18 years or older. Sweepstakes valid September 24th through October 21st. Void where prohibited. See your local AutoZone store for more details. All right. You can come see me uh, tonight at the uh, Uptown Theater in uh, Napa. And uh, I'm doing uh, stand-up. Adam Curl's Unprepared, so we'll do stand-up there. And then we'll read some ping-pong balls. And then the uh, West Palm Beach, that'll be the following, whatever, October 3rd. That is uh, live podcasts, so say hi. And then go to adamcrolla.com for all the live shows. And go to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash adamcrolla, and see the stand-up there. What do you got, Matt? Uh, we, uh, you and I will be at the SEMA show. We'll be judging the Hot Wheels Legends uh, finale uh, Tuesday afternoon at SEMA, and we're doing a podcast with them on Wednesday. And uh, and my lightning truck is going to be in the MagnaFlow booth outside. Wow. Nice. Oh, man, so much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you might have in. to drive it out there. <laughs> <laughs> I've driven out to Vegas in the bed of a pickup truck. <laughs> oh, and really? Not, you can sit on the inside. And not a full size. Yeah, the air works. With no camper shell. <laughs> <laughs> a miniature bed pickup wow. truck Nissan sat in the bed. Wow. With not even the sliding window thing. No, you can't even no. get a cocktail. Couldn't even talk to my buddy. <laughs> All right. All right. So until next time, Sam Crow for Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea saying, keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla Digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.